Welcome back, everybody. It's rare in life, never mind acting, that somebody gets a chance to be at a job for 17 years. Our next guest has managed that and became a star during it. Please welcome NCIS alum, uh, Sean Murray. How are you, Alan? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for jumping out. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, no, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. So you started acting early. I, I think your first credit was when you were 11. And then when you were 15, uh, you were already a regular on Hearts of the West along Bow Bridges. And you also did This Boy's Life with Robert De Niro. So you get to work with the heavyweights right off the bat. What, if anything, did you learn from them that you're utilizing to this day? Well, I, yeah, there were definitely some heavyweights that I worked with early on. Uh, um, De Niro, you know, in this boy's life, you know, De Niro, obviously incredible. Uh, I didn't have any scenes with him, unfortunately. Right. Uh, I did have experience, though. I was up for the lead, which, of course, Leo DiCaprio got. But yeah. I was up for the lead and went in and read with De Niro. Uh, at Warner Brothers on a Saturday morning. Uh, it was down to four or five of us for the lead. And of course, I didn't get it. I ended up doing a smaller role in the picture, but uh, I, I got to be in a room with De Niro and do scenes. That's one of my, uh, one of my favorite memories. Yeah. Um, and again, you, you've mentioned uh, Leo. Um, you know, Leo and uh, Toby, uh, Toby McGuire, uh, yeah. I think uh, Eliza Dushku, you know, all of those uh, folks were right there on that movie. So must have been fun working uh, working with the guys uh, all around that same age. Eliza is a little younger than you are. Leo and Toby are both a little older, but little uh, older. it's pretty cool. Yeah, it was neat. And I knew those guys from, you know, the auditioning circuit, the kind of young actor pool yeah. is, at least at the time, was kind of small and everyone kind of knew each other. So. I knew those guys, you know, and, and so getting to work with Leo was great. And uh, uh, I, I remember going out to do my first scene with him. Well, the one big sequence with him. And uh, uh, I knew he was going to do really well. I knew he was a he was a star in the making. He had all the uh, all the ingredients, you know, I could just tell I could vibe it. And he's yeah. done OK. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. If, if I'm. Yeah. Uh... Uh, 10 or 5 or even 1% uh, as lucky. I think I'll be good with that. Oh, my um, God. Are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I actually, you know, uh, from the Leo's perspective, uh, watching the uh, his latest project, um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and watching him, um, I really got to appreciate even more of how talented he is. It's uh, something. Totally something agree. Cool. Yeah. Totally agree. I, I think his performance in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is is fantastic, and it's just it's I, I haven't seen someone portray an actor and the insecurities of an actor so well yeah. in uh, in in something you know that I can remember. Uh, but I, I actually love that movie. I've seen it probably six or seven times at this point. It's kind of out of control. Yeah, I'll I'll catch up with you. Um, on uh, one of your, again, one of your earliest projects, um, you got a chance to work with Mark Harmon on an episode of Hearts of the West. Um, yeah. Did you ever imagine that, uh, you know, Mark is somebody you'd be working with, uh, uh, what, 10 years later and for a long time since then? Yeah, it was, it was really interesting to kind of come full circle with Harmon there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he, he made an impression on me, uh, quite an impression on me when he, when he uh, came on and did a role on Hearts of the West, it was a show uh, that I did. I was 
15 years old, I think 15, 16, we did one season of it. Yeah. And, uh, but he made a real impression on me. You know, I had a few scenes with him and, and we talked quite a bit about craft and, and things. And, uh, um, so I don't know, coming, you know, being able to work with him again, all these years later is just great. And, you know, he's been uh, a bit of a mentor to me, whether he knows it or not. <laughs> well, uh, he's, he's somebody I admire. And uh, to, to the point where he's seen in the West Wing in the last episode where he gets uh, shot, I still can bring myself up to watch that because I'm so hurt by it. So it's. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of people. Yeah. I don't want a lot of people. Yeah. So he's good. <laughs> it's uh, acting as uh, since you were a kid. You know, what is your process and has it evolved uh, since you started again at 11? Yeah, I, I, I guess I, I think I was 11 when I started, 12, somewhere in there. Um, yep. It's, uh, it's funny, you know, when I, when I started, it, it's, I, I think it was much more, I didn't, I never took acting classes or any lessons or anything. So I kind of learned on the job as I went. I was yeah. actually in a, a background on a film called uh, My Blue Heaven. And there were two kids about my same age that had uh, main roles in the film. And I was seated right behind them. So I spent the day kind of with them filming. And uh, during the day, I, I mean, after the day, I sort of went, you know what? I can do that. I want to do that. Nice. And uh, uh, it, it went from there. And uh, uh, it, sorry, what was the original question? <laughs> I go up on tangents like this. No, it's, it's great. Uh, uh, the, the question dealt with your process. Since you started so early, oh, how was oh, your process right. in terms of I, acting? It's hard to remember, but I kind of recall more of, there was more of a, of a kind of an imitation, uh, mm -hmm. uh, a miming, an imitation kind of vibe to what I was doing. I grew up on television and films, so mm -hmm. I had a lot of, things in my head, you know, uh, all the, uh, you know, we grow up with all of this and, and uh, it, I think it was more of kind of an imitation of characters, things that I'd seen. Um, it developed, you know, my process developed. It's always developing. I think, I think, you know, as, a, as an actor, you're always, you know, hoping that you're growing and yeah. learning new things. Uh, um, I, it, it's gone away from the sort of the imitation and more towards the more imaginative uh, aspect of things for me. You know, I approach things. Uh, uh, the text is really important to me. Um, uh, I think it's I think it's for me, I felt that it's very comfortable. The best thing for me is to be very comfortable in a, in a good headspace, comfortable, relaxed and uh, to kind of play inside the text and kind of see imagination wise where it takes you. And, you know, uh, there's a, uh, there's a great thing with film and television where, you know, if it, uh, if it goes horribly wrong, you can always try it again. <laughs> yep. You get multiple takes. Right. Um, yeah. So there's a safety net there. Um, yeah. but, uh, that's one of the things, you know, that, that for me is, uh, has definitely changed. Nice. And I read somewhere that um, you've uh, you've kind of been fascinated with uh, all things David Lynch. You know, where, where did <laughs> yeah. that start for you? Sorry, what was the last thing you said? Uh, where did that start for you? Oh, um, you know what? I my 
my first girlfriend introduced me to Twin Peaks. Okay. Um, I think it, I think Bravo had started doing reruns of it, and that was the first time in in since its original airing that I think it had aired the re-aired, and uh, I got so into it. It was it was just unlike anything I'd seen, and I I mean I've seen all of it, you know, a hundred times the pilot of twin peaks i think is one of the greatest pieces of television ever done the first episode the pilot um great actors in that show great actors in that show but uh yeah so <laughs> so would twin peaks be uh kind of your favorite tv uh project that david has done or do you have another one that you think is your favorite? yeah you know i, I Twin Peaks is definitely kind of was my intro thing. I mean, I've been, you know, I've seen them all except Dune. He kind of practically Alan Smithy Dune, so I yeah. stayed away from Dune. I haven't seen it. But uh, I remember when he did Mulholland Drive, and it was yeah. originally intended as a pilot on television, and it didn't get picked up. Yeah. But I remember calling my agent at the time and saying, uh, I really need to get a tape of this this pilot, you know, that didn't get picked up. It's David Lynch directed it. I have to see it. You know, I have to see it. So I remember getting a, a VHS copy of this uh, of this pilot and seeing it. And um, and then it turned into this amazing film and the process in which it, you know, came from this possible, you know, this pilot of a possible miniseries into a film was uh, amazing. And it's kind of amazing what it turned out to be and what a film. Um, but it was really interesting to see the television version of that pilot, you know, that kind of goes to show the kind of depths of my Lynchian nerdness. No, well, let's, let's, uh, test it with one more question and then we'll, okay. we'll get off uh, that. But, sure. um, if, if they were recasting any of David Lynch's, uh, kind of prior, uh, projects and they were doing it now, which one of those would you want to be, uh, casted? Ooh. <laughs> uh, I think it's got to be Cal McLaughlin in Blue Velvet, his role. But I believe Jeffrey is the character's name. Interesting. If they ever remade Blue Velvet and David Lynch was involved, I, yeah, that, and that was it. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> Very cool. Um, all right, let's let's uh, let's get to the uh, to the NCIS. Uh, you've been on it for 17 years. It's amazing. Uh, but being on the show for so long. Uh, how do you come to know your character and, you know, are there ways that you're similar to uh, McGee or are there ways that you're different? Well, it's, it's interesting because, you know, it, when you do, I, I mean, it's insane for an actor to have the opportunity to play the same role, especially on a television show for 17 plus years. It's, mm -hmm. it's kind of unheard of. So, uh, I mean, I'm to a point now where I can kind of switch it on and off, you know, but it, it evolves as the series evolves. You know, you kind of start and you have some ideas, maybe some backstory of the character. Um, for me, it's a lot of vibing it out and kind of feeling my way through it. It either rings true to me or it doesn't. You know, you, you strive for honesty uh, as much as possible. Um, and... Uh, you just as for me as I go, I usually don't have much of a backstory for my character. I'm, I'm going more on instinct when I first go and um, traits of it kind of start to come to me. You know, I, I start with the general idea of a role and, and, and traits and things start to come as as you go. 
And on a show like NCIS, you know, after so many years, the writers are, you know, begin to know you quite a bit and they start writing to your strengths and they, they sometimes bend things a little more uh, to your personality, you know, and parts of your personality are, are inhabit that role and, and, you know, make that happen. And it's just, it's always evolving, you know, it's always evolving. I, I think, uh, I, yeah, I think, I know I said this earlier, but I think the minute you, you know, you stop trying, it's, it's bad. The minute you think everything's fine, I, I think that's when you got to worry. But, um, you know, doing a character for, for that long, it's, it's, it's really neat. It's, it's, it's just, you know, the writers come up with things, you come up with things, it becomes almost collaborative after a certain point. And, uh, you know, like I said, now after 17 years, it's like switching it on like a, like a light switch, you know, to do the character. And, and I, I love doing it. I love doing Tim McGee. Yeah. Um, in terms of, again, just the longevity of it, how do you manage to keep things fresh and exciting and interesting for yourself uh, to play the character? Well, one thing that's really nice is, and I was pretty, uh, I was pretty straight with them about this early on, is that I wanted to make sure that there was an evolution of the character. The character started, uh, my character started as a rookie agent, uh, very unsure of himself, uh, not experienced at all in the field, and so. You know, it's I, as I grew, the character grew and evolved. And, you know, I, I said to the writers and they were quick to agree, you know, uh, I don't want to be baby Maggie Simpson every week, you know, and reset at the be every episode, play the exact same character for 17 years. You know, you've got to yeah. uh, it's got to evolve. And that has actually kept it really interesting for me. It's actually when I think about because I've done projects where I've been on, you know, something over three weeks and you can't wait to get out of there. It feels like you've been there a year and I've been yeah. this role on this show for 17 years and it's flown by. It really has. That's great. It's got to be fine. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. Um, so NCIS has had, you know, an incredible uh, uh, lineup of uh, guest stars. Um, is there you know one or two favorites that really kind of uh, uh, you enjoyed and you learned something from? Well, we've got RJ, you know, uh, Wagner, who who appears, Tony Sr., you know, usually uh, once or twice a year. We love RJ, love having RJ always. Mm -hmm. uh, Christopher Lloyd was pretty amazing. Uh, Bob Newhart was, was awesome. I really liked Lily Tomlin. Having yeah. Lily Tomlin play my grandmother was, was uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Yeah. Very cool. Um, for the actors like myself, because I'm at the co-star level at the moment. So for the yeah. actors like myself, um, what are some of the you know advices that you would give to uh, to that level of people who are coming in as a co-star uh, and have not been on set as large as that? What's some of the advice that you would give? Um, just you know, keep your keep your eyes and ears open. You know, mm -hmm. be observant and and you know, you learn as you go. People are people are, you know, on sets are forgiving as well because there are frequently actors that, that work on sets that uh, are not necessarily experienced, you know, at that particular role or that job or that kind of format. 
and that you know that's not unusual uh so uh you know you just do your thing do your thing and and you know have uh have confidence in yourself and and your abilities and uh just do your thing you know and you'll uh, hopefully you know go as far as 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 it'll take you is you know you never know this stuff is so it's not tangible you can't touch it so it's you know exactly what i'm talking about no, it's, 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 it's a funny yeah. thing. It's, you know, there's always I, there's always a slight imposter syndrome that goes with acting, I think, because it, it's almost like every actor at the end of their whatever job they're doing says, well, I'm never going to book a job again. I'm never yeah. going to get a job again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, uh, then somehow you you pull through or or you don't. I don't know. And are you still at that point? Again, being on the show for 17 years, do you still experience the imposter syndrome? Uh, occasionally, but I think that's just me. <laughs> I think that's just, uh, you know, I think that's just some of the butterflies and some of the, the nervousness that, you know, I think it's good to have to a certain degree. I think it's important to, to have that, you know, not to where it overwhelms you and freezes you up to, you know, to some degree, but, uh, you know, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, with me, and again, I know people are not watching this so they can hear me talk, but uh, what I found with me at my level is it's it's kind of a duality. Um, you know, you read for the part and you realize who you're going to be uh, in a scene with, and then there's mm-hmm. a part of you that says, holy shit. And then the other part says, okay, but I'm a professional and we can do this. And then somewhere you find that medium, and then you do this scene, and then later you go, holy shit again. I just did that. But it's kind of that settling in process. It's a weird thing that happens. Yeah, yeah. And and it's almost, yeah, it's almost surreal. It's almost like having a little dream sometimes when you, you know, yeah. kind of work with someone who, who you know, you're a fan of maybe. And, and it's it's really cool that, you know, that's it's a neat opportunity to do that. And that's, uh, uh, you know, I think for someone to be able to come in as a co-star, as a guest star and work with someone like that is a great thing and an advantage you know take advantage of it you know pick their brains you know most for me it was it was really freeing to see how kind of grounded and normal a lot of really well-known celebrated actors are you know really kind of grounded people and not uh, uh and not all highfalutin and stuff like that that's just that's one of the things i've picked up on you know bet very down to earth de niro very down to earth Harmon incredibly down to earth uh you know it's it's there's there's a level of humility that's important to have yeah um well at this point in your career again you're still a very young guy um what would be that you know great project whether it's tv or or film what would it be that you'd really get excited about doing well seeing as i've i've done the same role for mm-hmm. uh, seeing as I've been Tim McGee for 17 years, uh, it'd be nice. It, it'd be fun to visit someone different yep. uh, than McGee you know, for, for my next project, whatever that may be. And uh, I don't know. I would love to do something dark. I would love to do I mean, obviously, you know, we talked about before we talked about I'm a Lynch fan. I, so obviously yep. I'm into the dark stuff, uh, yep. but you know, uh, you know, dark comedy on film even if it's 30 minutes you know one camera 
something like that is is kind of what I'm looking at. You know, there's so many shows and I can't keep track of them. There's so many things coming out that are really original and unique and, you know, it's good. I think there's some really good content being created. Maybe not right now at this very second, right. uh, you know, with everything kind of old. Uh, but, um, you know, I think there's some really interesting stuff happening out there that could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, hopefully that content is being written that, right what now. That, uh, what exactly that is, I don't know. I can, you know, I, one of the things about this business for me in terms of how I approach it, you know, what roles I do and, uh, kind of how I perform and stuff is by gut, you know, kind of where my gut takes me and, and what just feels right. And so I've always sort of followed that, you know, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thrilled to talk to you and do this. This is great. I, I love talking to you here about, you know, acting and whatnot, but there's also a part of me that's like, what do I know about acting? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's funny. And I think it's, I don't know. I think I'll always be that way a little bit. So. I think so. And again, you know, most of my experience has been outside of acting and uh, I have a career and I've had a career for 20 plus years that I'm an expert in. And there is a part of me that mm. kind of happens when I'm teaching or I'm consulting and I'm showing people that this is the answer and they're coming to me and they're paying me a lot of money to answer those questions. And I'm answering that. And there is a part of me saying, dude, that's you. OK, got it. So I think with whatever profession you're in, it's always going mm -hmm. to happen to you that you'll always be kind of, you know, watching from the side and be uh, really impressed and amazed by what is happening down below. I got, I totally understand what you're saying. I, I yeah. get it. It's like you kind of supervise your own performance, whatever you're doing. Yeah. It's very, very funky uh, as a matter of fact, but um, you have two kids. Uh, if, if any of them, you know, as they're growing up, told you that uh, they want to get in the business. Uh, is that something that you would support and what advice you would give them? Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, you know, if, if you would have asked me about that uh, when my kids were young or before they were born, I would say never, ever would I allow my children to act. You know? <laughs> but, yep. Uh, you know, ultimately want them to be happy. And my daughter is a little actress, whether... Uh, I like it or not, and I actually do like it very much. It makes her happy, it makes me happy, and she's really good at it. She uh, she does, you know, she's young. She does, she's not in the business. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we'll wait a little bit before we'll before we do that. Uh, you know, she's 13, even though I was doing it at that age. I think maybe yeah. a little young, but uh, mm -hmm. you know, she does. Uh, she's doing. She does theater. She does uh, youth academy of dramatic arts. She's She's done leads in many plays, and uh, she's just great. She's really great. Musical theater is sort of her thing. It's yeah. really her specialty, and it's funny because that's not at all my specialty, but, you know, I'm learning through her, and yeah. she's incredible. She, she's just – she'll be she, – I mean, she's an actress. She'll be doing it. You know, if you're an actor, you're an actor. you got to do it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. Um and if you have my just... son, my, my and you know that's my daughter Caitlin, who's thirteen. My son River, he's ten. I, he has no interest in anything like acting. I think he's he couldn't care less, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, have... that's just him. He's a he's a different kind of personality. So. 
Yeah, um, I'm I'm a bit of the same as you are. My kids are just a little bit older. My uh, my daughter is about to turn 16, and my son is about to turn 11. Um, you know, son, I thought he would be interacting because he's very theatrical. You know, he loves dancing, he loves being in front of crowds, but he doesn't care. Right. Uh, it's just that's a part of him. And my daughter is in theater, and she's in music theater, and uh, you know, she has an agent, and this is what uh, kind of uh, she's dabbling in. So we'll find out. Right on. Very cool. Very cool. See, yep. to me, it's 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 what makes them happy, you know, doing uh, like my daughter doing her theater stuff makes her so happy, even if she doesn't get a huge role and she's, you know, doing more background parts and and supporting stuff. She loves that. She loves doing all of it. Yeah. You know, and it's uh, it's it's great to see. It's really nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um. If you had a chance to talk to a, a younger version of yourself, you know, when you were, were 11 or 12 or, you know, 15 at that point, what one bit of acting advice would you uh, uh, give yourself at that time? I remember early on going into the room with okay. you know, uh, cast and directors, producers, whatever, to read for roles and, uh, and uh, having this feeling that, um, that they were waiting for me to do something wrong. They were waiting for me to uh, to fail. I, I just remember it was, I remember that feeling and that just might've been me, young competition, nervousness about it all. Um, but you know, when you go into a room, they don't necessarily know what they want and they want you to bring whatever you bring that no one else can bring. And the things that make you unique as a person is what makes you unique as, as a performer and to watch, you know, and, and if everyone was trying to act like everyone else, it'd, it'd be a disaster, you know, it's, it'd be really boring. Um, so uh, I don't know what path I was going down with this. Forgive me <laughs> again. Oh, I think it's it's be yourself, right? Bring yourself to uh, to the room, and uh, yeah, and and they and they want you to show them something, you know. It's and so it's like it's like go for it. It's like you've got nothing to lose, you know. They they aren't they don't necessarily know what they want. Maybe they think they know what they want. Maybe they don't. Maybe you can prove to them that what they their preconceived notions of a role or a character may be are, are different. You know, I've. I've gone in and, and been wrong for a role, you know, uh, according to the powers that be and, uh, and quickly cold read for cold, you know, did a cold read for another role, which I'm, you know, was not right for in any way and ended up getting the role and everything just sort of shifted. You know, it's funny the way things happen. You never know. Right. And, and I've, you know, also sometimes you go out for auditions and it'll be the just the role couldn't be more wrong for you. You don't know, you know, whether your agent, how your agent sent you out board or the casting director, you know, got your whatever, but you know, that's an opportunity to form a relationship with the casting director and, and, you know, they could bring you in on other jobs. And I've, I've done series, uh, you know, gotten these roles from, you know, through casting directors who I'd met for other things. So, you know, that there's, you never know what's going to happen. There's opportunities everywhere. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I, I can't uh, think of a better place to stop on uh, than that. Sean, thank you so much. I know how busy you are. I really appreciate you, uh, you coming on and sharing your wisdom with us. 
Oh no, it, it was my pleasure. I hope uh, I hope I was at the uh, I hope I was able to add something constructive. You know. Absolutely, absolutely, you have, and uh, our viewers appreciate it. And uh, thanks to all of you who are watching. We appreciate you tuning in as always. This is the shortest interview that I've ever done, so I hope you appreciate that too, because I keep hearing from people that all of my interviews are way too long since I can't stop talking to everybody. But there you go. This one's for you uh, that wants it shorter. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Sean. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, guys.